Hello and welcome to the Quick Best Show. It's your guy, Crookster Q here, giving you my quick and best opinions on the universe's best geek news. Wow, oh wow, oh wow. Episode 8 of Invincible is how you do a finale. It wrapped up all the storylines. They kind of started. It was epic, amazing. I'm running out of superlatives to describe this episode. And to me, it's iconic because it has, first of all, the series from episode one has two iconic iconic scenes. Episode one, when Omni-Man takes care, oh, takes care, well, he kills the Guardians of the Globe. And this, where he takes Mark and basically puts him in front of a moving train, splitting the train, and letting his son just take all that to the face. Oh, my God. That was a scene. <clears throat> but let's just start out with um, the, the violence and the realness of this series. I mean, this is what it would be like if you had two superhuman people battling out amongst humans. It would be extremely violent. There would be death all over the cities and everything. Um, so, you know, this is basically a continuation of uh, last week's episode where Omni-Man... Nolan has to talk to Mark about his true nature and his true backstory. And Mark, he thinks he, he starts out by fighting him and saying, oh, you know, he's trying to, he thinks he's being mind controlled or something is affecting him. But no, that's who he is. And he tells his backstory about how his people, they were not the peace loving uh, race that he descri- uh, described. They were, they were conquerors, which I've always thought. Um, cause why would you be peace and loving when you're all powerful? Powerful always corrupts. Um, he tells him this story. Mark doesn't believe it. He stands, you know, then he starts to fight Omni-Man. And this is where I give this show credit. It would be BS if Mark could do any damage to Omni-Man. I mean, he took out the Guardians of the Globe. Mark couldn't even take out an alien race that was dying dying by the minute uh the, the, that funny episode with the aliens kept coming back with different ways to survive in our atmosphere but you got this long battle between omni-man and mark and just the graphic nature of of him punching him through a building and people just dying along the way him holding them up against that train people just dying left and right People being exploded, split in half. Um, and Mark, he's a different, he's a hero. He's a different type cat. The whole time, he's trying to save people. And it was very sad to see him try to save that one lady. And then you look up, and it's just the lady's arm. Oh, man, this this episode had everything. It, it, it had me choked up. Um when uh, Nolan is just beating Mark into the ground, into submission, and then it, he sees Mark with his mouth with no teeth in there, and it takes him back to when he was uh, 
at a baseball game and he didn't understand why people liked it. He started watching it and he see Mark's, you know, he hits a home run and he Mark was missing some teeth, you know. Probably his his baby teeth and it reminds him and and at the end he stops beating Mark of that. It got to him. Um but the things that Nolan was saying about his mom being a pet and why would you care about these people? You're going to outlive everybody. You shouldn't care. Even when he saves those those two guys off the jet, he comes down, splits the guy's head. He says, see, it means nothing. These guys mean nothing. Why? Oh, man. It, it, I, I, man, I, I think this is just an iconic episode. It shows what it would really be like for Superman to be in our real world. You know, Martin busted out his teeth, oh my god, the violence in this, um, his, I really felt for his mom hearing everything that Nona was saying, everything he was saying to his son, he was just going to start over, 20 years, he can get a new son, oh man, this guy, but in the end, his mom did affect him, I'm sure, you know, there's going to be some penalty for him not conquering this world. And basically, the the Voltramites, uh, I can't I can't remember how they said the name, um, but, you know, they would go out and conquer every world they came across, but their forces were getting too thin, so they devised a new plan, which is sending kind of like a Trojan horse. Let that Trojan horse weaken that planet's defenses, and it would be easier for them to evade and conquer. Um, and I think that's where I remember back in episode one when Omni Man said, Oh, I really wish you never got your powers. This it really makes sense now. This complicates things for him. Because I really I really think he loves his son, but he doesn't want to kill him or fight him. And he's trying to convince him to join him. But Marcus, the human part of him, won't let him do it. And that is just great. I mean, the writing, the the eight-episode art, 40 minutes piece, everything seems earned and warranted. It just, I liked how they tied up all the storylines. You know, at the end of the day... Nolan couldn't kill his son, so he flies off, basically in tears. Um, I like the effect of uh, the, the the blood burning off off of him when he left the Earth, and you see the little droplets of of tears in space. Wow, what a complex and thought out character! Uh, man, I got to give Robert Kirkman. He's batting he's batting a thousand right now, as far as I know. He has two shows, Walking Dead, and this, mwah, bravo, magnifique, I cannot wait. This is an absolute watch for me, and I cannot wait. We got good news that this series did get renewed for episode, I mean, uh, series, seasons two and three. Also... Uh, they kept it very comic accurate. And sometimes it could be a good thing, sometimes it could be a bad thing. And this, it was a good thing, because the comic is great. Um, 
what else did we have going on here? The the Guardians of the Globe, how they're coming to get they're coming to together when when uh, Black Samson goes to wipe off the blood, he grabs Rex, and the team is ready to pounce on him. They're becoming a team. Yes. Um, what else did we have in here? Uh, and I like the little 15 minutes of uh, setting things up after the big co- climax. Wrapping things up, setting some storylines up for the future. Uh, what a, um, Cecil, man. Cecil is really the MVP. I, I just love how he's kind of not like, you know, in most uh, series like this. Is that the the bad guy's pretty much an asshole, you know? He's not here to really help, but he seems like he used his government power for good, and I can really appreciate that. It's a, again a, a, another different take on this series. I mean, on the superhero genre. Uh, Mark he obviously recovered from his. His injuries, him and uh, Amber became uh, are coming to a. They came back together. I really want to see him and Eve become a couple. Um, man, I just gotta say. First of all, I give this episode ten out of ten, and I give the series a ten out of ten because I feel empty after this is over. Like, what can be better than this? And I think that. Studios, uh, Marvel and, and uh, Warner Brothers are going to bite off of what this series did. Of them showing the realness and the real destruction of things and how people see it from the ground up. I think they're going to bite off of this. Like people losing teeth, some of the blood coming out. Maybe not in Marvel, but DC. They can learn a lot because they did this right. Man, that train scene, again, is bananas. I can't believe I saw something like that. Uh, But, wow. Not much to say, but I am still left speechless. I will give a series review after the episode, after this review. But 10 out of 10, please go watch this. You're doing yourself a favor. It's the Quick Best Show. Your boy, Crooks the Q, signing out. You can find this on almost every platform. Um, Thanks, guys, and I'll see you next time. Peace.